recording. Old school style. Microphone on a phone. On a desk. I'm your podcaster without fear, Luke. And it's just me and this guy today. This is it my turn? It's your turn. You didn't point to me. Well, I'm sorry. Uncanny Rab. Ready to can't even about Star Wars. Yes, yes. We tried to use, well, we were going to use real microphones, and I'm stupid, and I left them at our normal podcast location, and then computers are stupid from time to just, time. Just your laptop. Just my laptop. My computer is stupid. I just want to say this. R2-D2 was built, you know, Phantom Menace, right? So that's how long? R2-D2 is like 100 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, and he still boots up just fine, and my laptop's less than a year and a half old, and this is what we Well, that's we why get. it took him so long to boot up, because he had 100 years of droid updates to install <laughs> after he turned off. <laughs> droid updates, he was like, he was just in a constant state of buffering. <laughs> like, he needed he needed to clear up some RAM for, for the new information about the map. I think it's funny how you use words that you don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> I say words. I say words all the time. <laughs> um, so, this is going to be up during our Force Awakens, during not our Force Awakens, Last Jedi, when everyone is out watching that instead of yelling into microphones. So, we decided that we are just going to kind of go through everything that we know so far that has happened from the end of Return of the Jedi all the way until the end of Force Awakens. So... All the comics, all the books and video games and all that stuff, we're going to talk about that. Alright, so let's start with Return of the Jedi. So in Return of the Jedi, the, Je the Death Star is destroyed. The Emperor dies. Um, Nora Wexley is an X-Wing pilot during this time. Y-Wing pilot. Sorry, Y-Wing pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Wing. We're, we're striving for accuracy. <laughs> yeah. And she is uh, flying in the battle of the second Death Star. Shara Bay. Is Poe's mom, also flying in the Battle of the Second Death Star, along with Lieutenant Lulo? Lulo, Lulo. yeah. They were uh, A-Wing pilots mm -hmm. in Green Squadron, I believe. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, yeah, they, uh, I believe that Nora was, not Nora, uh, Poe's mother, um, Shara, was the A-Wing that flew inside the Death Star with... The Falcon. With the Falcon right. and mm -hmm. Wedge, and she pulled out uh, to draw the TIE Fighters away. Right. Um, and then Nora Wexley is Snap Wexley's mom. Yes. Master Tenon. Master Tenon. Um, the Inferno Squadron, who is the team on Battlefront 2 in like, the book and in the video game. Like the elite special forces uh, Imperial Commando people. They are on Endor uh, fighting the rebels there at, during this time. And they actually are on Endor when the Death Star explodes and, and see it happening from the planet side. Mm -hmm. uh, I think their, their commander was... Uh, well, the commander of Inferno Squadron, Aiden Versio, and then the commander that was in charge of that whole division was her father. Admiral. Admiral Versio. And uh, so after, after the Battle of Endor... After the Death Star is destroyed, they, you know, hightail it out of there and meet back up with him where they get orders mm -hmm. um, from a android projection thing of the Emperor uh, telling them about something called... 
Project Cinder. But probably, yeah. Operation, Operation Cinder. Cinder. Operation Cinder. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later. Later. Um, and then after the... During the celebration on um, at, on the forest moon of Endor, uh, Han and Leia get it on, and Kylo is conceived, and then they're married right at that same time, too. Mm-hmm. And there were only a few a few people there. They, they weren't trying to keep it private, but they didn't, like... Uh, advertise it so i know luke and lando and mon mothma i think were there yeah Um, (laughs) after that uh so operation cinder starts going into full effect and what that was is that they started uh, admiral versio started targeting planets and destroying them they started with their own home planet Mm -hmm. i can't remember the name of it yeah neither can i and then they also we're, we're targeting other planets. Meanwhile, Luke goes to Pilio because there's an, an, one of the Emperor's observatories there where he was storing all of this knowledge and artifacts and secrets. Of, he had th- these different sites of, uh, cache sites essentially, of all this artifacts and stuff mm-hmm. around the galaxy. Um, so Luke goes there, and while he's there, he meets one of the Inferno Squad members, Dell. And then he and Dell actually work together to get into the observatory, and Dell kind of has a change of heart, or starts to begin to have a change of heart about how he feels about the Empire during this encounter with Luke. And then Luke finds a thing, a compass, that we don't know exactly what it is, but it will probably be important later. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the best uh, things is the, the meeting of Dell and Luke. Uh, Dell is trapped in like this crystal formation and Luke comes over the, comes over the hill and, uh, you know, he asks for help. So he's okay. And he walks over there and there's a, there's a second where you can see on Dell's face where he realizes exactly who's walking towards him when he unhooks a lightsaber from his belt and Luke frees him. And, uh, he said, you know, why did you help me? And he says, because you asked. And and he just looks at him like, all right, he's like, what about my men? He's like, they didn't give me a chance. You did. So, cool. And I think that really shows you exactly the mindset of Luke Skywalker in that time. He'll, he helps anyone, no matter what their problem is, no matter what uniform they need help, he's going to help them, as long as they're not trying to shoot him. Do you remember... When that first happened, do you remember an episode of Deep Space Nine where Kira is stuck in that rock formation thing mm-hmm. and Odo's trying to help her? I thought we were going to have one of those moments. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really what... Because that yeah. stuff looks just mm-hmm. like that rock yeah. that was forming on her. And they even they even called back when he uh, when Luke gets in there. I did also like when they get, they get to the door to open it up mm-hmm. and... Uh, Del says, there's no way, there's no way, how, how am I supposed to open the door? And he uh, holds his hand up, Luke holds his hand up and uses the force to open it. And he said, uh, um, you need to use a key. And then he said, well, well, then why would the emperor have a vault that only someone that used the force uh, could open? He said, he said something along the lines of, uh, those stories that you hold, heard on Coruscant about Jedi, you were afraid of the wrong thing. And then they walk in and then he gets, he gets the compass and he's like, do you mind if I take this? And Miko's like, I'm supposed to blow this whole thing up. Why would I let you take it? He's like, because I asked. And they just bring it all back full circle. And Dell's like, all right, 
Cool. Take it. But yeah. So the next planet targeted by Operation Cinder is Naboo. Um, so Inferno Squad is detached for... Uh, uh, oh, wait. No, yeah, this is... Uh, in the first one is their home planet. Yes. The first one's their home planet, at which point uh, Aiden and Dell defect because they don't want to destroy that planet, and they're actually mm -hmm. killing citizens of the Empire. Um, Hask, the third member of Inferno Squad, turns against them because they're committing treason to, mm -hmm. to the Empire. And he stays with the Empire, and Aiden and Dell leave and actually defect to the uh, New Republic. Yeah, at the to, time, yeah. To the Rebellion, which is turning into the New Republic. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Admiral Versio and Hask, they do the next planet in Operation Cinder, which is Naboo. And then Aiden um, and Dell are detached to go help defend it. Really quick, uh, Operation Cinder is, uh, was the idea of the Emperor and Order of the Emperor, but there was a guy by the name of Gallius Rax that was actually, like, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's putting it into action. He's putting it into play. He's, he's, he's actually working, or Admiral Versio's actually working for him, in a sense. Gallius Rax was a, a protege of the Emperor's that was trained and is kind of the Emperor's contingency plan. If anything were to ever happen to him, he had a specific set of orders to carry out. Mm -hmm. And with each story that comes out, at this time we learn more and more of what those orders were. Mm -hmm. um, this, the, a lot of it comes from Aftermath, the Yeah, book the series. Aftermath books. I wonder if I... Should we, should we say the, the line that he... that the Emperor told him? Like, what was... Like, yeah. the whole thing. He said... Uh, he said, any empire that cannot protect its emperor deserves to burn, mm -hmm. and that's where Operation Cinder comes from. And that's such a Palpatine thing. He's like, well, if I'm dead, then I don't care. I want everyone <laughs> to suffer. So they head to Naboo to try to, to, to burn the surface of Naboo like they did the other planet. And Leia, Princess Leia, is actually there to... You said, it, you said it correctly the first time and then incorrectly the second time. No, that's the other way around. Mm, no, um, no. So, <laughs> Leah is there protecting Leia. what she knows now to be her mother's home planet, which I think that's cool. They don't really address mm -hmm. it in the game, but I thought that was really cool. Well, they do. There is a line during the battle where she says uh, a former queen placed something below the city palace, like the, the shield generator or whatever. Mm -hmm. It might not be directly Amidala. It might have been the other one, because I, I think she said, you know, either before or during the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. the Queen put that up there. So it could be, it could have been her her mom. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, so Inferno Squad and Princess Leia defend Naboo and successfully repel the, uh, the Imperial forces. And they actually destroy the satellites that are burning the planet's surface. Mm -hmm. So Operation Cinder is done at that point. They yeah. can't proceed. Yeah. And they um, save Naboo. So I think we missed missed something that I wanted to talk about with um uh Poe's Poe's mother. Um which is actually later. Anyway, never mind. Continue. <laughs> My bad. So meanwhile, at this time, 
the New so after Operation Cinder is kind of done, the New Republic starts to get going, and the Senate is reformed on Chandrilla, which is Mon Mothma's home planet. And Mon Mothma is elected a new uh, uh, senator, and she's the leader of it, of the New Republic for a mm -hmm. while, while it's being formed. And first two things she does is she dissolves the emergency powers that Palpatine had. Thanks, Jar Jar. <laughs> and then she disbands 90% of the the military forces that were in the rebellion, which would now be the new Republic's military forces because they don't want to have a military because the old Republic never had a military until Palpatine took over. Yeah. So they wanted to distance themselves from that as much as possible. They wanted to um, basically have it so each planet had its own like little planetary defense force type yes. thing, but there wasn't one big you know machine that pulled everything in all the time. They're very against centralized government and centralized militaries at that point. So now is on to the thing that I thought we missed, but I just can't read. Um, so Poe's mom, after, uh, after the Battle of Endor, uh, meets uh, Poe's dad. So Shara Bay meets um, Sergeant Dameron, who's part of like ground special forces. Like he was on the planet with uh, Han Solo during the Battle of Endor. Um, but she, after that... Um, takes these little missions with um, Lando and Leia, but the the really important one is she uh, acts as an Imperial shuttle pilot to take, to basically smuggle Luke Skywalker uh, to another one of the Emperor's observatories, trying to find some, find some stuff. Uh, and what he ended up finding were two saplings of the tree that used to be outside the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. And they are, like, basically force-imbued trees. Um, so there's, there's two of them. And so he takes one with him, which we presumably think he puts outside the, his new Jedi Temple. We don't really know, quite know what... He does with one of them, but the other one he gives to Shara, and she ends up planting it outside the house that her and her husband built on Yavin 4. So there's there's one of these forest trees on Yavin 4, and there's uh, kind of a theory out there, not really confirmed or anything, that um, that, that is why Poe is so good at being a fighter pilot with the, with the, the reflexes. And it's not that he's force sensitive, but growing up next to something that is so force sensitive, kind of just radiating the energy. It kind of wore off on him a little bit. So yeah, there's that part. Uh, meanwhile, Han and Leah tend to not get along so well when they're uh, living together. And Han starts leaving more and more often and actually leaves the Republic because the uh, Republic military gets disbanded, so he's no longer a general. And so he leaves. He and Chewie decide to go and liberate Kashyyyk. Because that's that's one thing that the, the, the New Republic, they're not prioritizing that planet. Yeah. And it, it pisses him off. He's like, I've done all this for you guys. Just, you know, I don't care how it looks politically. We need to go save my friend's entire planet. So they go and they actually get a little bit of an army. And they go and, and 
uh, kind of assault Kashyyyk, and then eventually the New Republic, because they're drawing up so much noise and actually get themselves into problems, and Leia actually goes and takes a commandeers some of the ships and goes after her so then they have no choice but to go save Leah the rest of the New Republic because the senator's now involved and they go I believe Wedge 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 and Lulo like they call them they're all the old rebellion pilots that are kind of you know have been phased out and they create phantom squadron Mm -hmm. old guy squadron and they go and they go to help Leia um oh god is there so I wanted to say this about uh, yeah, the, so uh, we don't know the details of uh, Chewie's life debt to Han, but with what happens on Kashyyyk and the liberating of it, uh, his life debt is fulfilled. So Chewie actually retires to Kashyyyk to stay with his family. That that we get a little bit of uh, what was his nickname. Uh, the nickname for his son was the name was Lumpy. Was Lumpy that was his kid. Lumpy. So if you've seen the the Life Day special, you'll know that that was the name of his kid there too. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That they brought that in. Um, so at the same time, uh, which is one of the reasons why they didn't go out want to go after Kashyyyk is that the Empire was trying to sue for peace with the New Republic. What? Was it one faction of the Empire? Because at this point, weren't there different moths? Because you had certain yeah. moths that were trying to take power. Right, and, Ga- and Gallius Rex was trying to control everything, yeah. but he didn't have control of all the factions. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the one that was masterminding the peace efforts, too, mm-hmm. in the background. Because yeah. Masamita was involved, and he was the one that actually, the, the rule of the Empire technically fell to him. Yeah. But Gallius Rex was actually pulling all the I strings. think he tried to kill himself like three yeah, different he, times, he, but the Empire wouldn't let him kill himself <laughs> because he was in charge. <laughs> so they're trying to do these peace, peace talks, and what it actually turns out to be, uh, the spoiler alert for the Aftermath books, um... They have sleeper agents inside the Republic at this point, and they actually uh, activate them during these peace talks and get close enough to do an assassination attempt on Mon Mothma and try to kill a lot of the Senate leadership. Yeah, one of the, and a lot of those sleeper agents were uh, Imperial prisoners that were actually liberated from a prison prison on Kashyyyk, and one of those uh, is the husband of. Nora Wexley snaps dad, mm-hmm. who they had thought was dead throughout the entire rebellion. So Wedge is in the friend zone. Yeah, Wedge <laughs> and Snap's mom were, were getting along quite well and getting quite close until they liberated, uh, rescued Snap's dad, and that made the whole thing awkward. That's actually Wedge's call sign, friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> Wedge, friend zone, Antilles. Uh, meanwhile, the the leader of the Imperial Navy at this point is Grand Admiral Sloan. Um, we first see her in a book that's before the... It's it's, it's kind of during the Clone Wars period. It's right after the right Clone, after Clone Wars, Wars with uh, Kanan yeah. and Hera from Rebels. Um, we first see her as just a, a captain, captain of a 
of a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And now she's worked her way up into being the Grand Admiral. She's actually in charge of the Imperial Navy at this point. She is also working with Gallius Rex. She doesn't know his ultimate plan, though, and she's trying to save Figure and protect yeah, yeah. all of her military and all the people serving under her while still being manipulated by Rax. Mm-hmm. Um, this point, it goes on, and then... So after the peace talks fail, quote-unquote peace talks, it's well, never were that. Yeah, well, it's good. Uh, doesn't Gallius Rax send Admiral Sloan yes. to conduct the peace talks? Without telling her without that telling be her, an assassination attempt. And the, the, one of the main people that, were, that took the shot during the assassination attempt was it's Snap's dead. dad. So he... After that, it's he and Sloane actually escaped together. Escaped together, yeah. Um, not like not like their partners. Like they just, he's it's trying stance. They happen to be in the same place at the same time and decide to get on the same ship. And they both want revenge on the person that did yes. this because she was embarrassed and he was forced to try and shoot people mm-hmm. against his will. Which that guy is Rax, and they're like basically like, listen, we can use each other. To get the ultimate revenge that we want. Mm-hmm. So they kind of join forces and go through the end of the Aftermath books. Mm. Um, the last of the Aftermath books ends with the Battle of Jakku. Um, so the peace talks have failed. There's no peace with the Empire. And Gallius Rax maneuvers the entire Imperial Navy to Jakku to make one last stand. Mm-hmm. The reason that they chose Jakku is because the Emperor has one of his observatories there. And Jakku is kind of on the edge of mm. uh, galactic space, um, right close to the Outer Rim territory, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the unknown regions. Unknown regions, yeah. And his observatory is there, and he actually has a map to the unknown regions that he got from, with help from uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. We don't know what happens to Grand yes. Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting he's there for and that. He's not. <laughs> Still waiting for that. And uh, Jakku is also um, Gallius Rax's home, home planet. planet. That's, yes. where he, that's where he's from. That's where so. the Emperor picked him up because he went to establish his observatory there and Gallius Rax was this kid that the Emperor just kind of... Oh, no. Gallius Rax stood away on a ship. Yep. yep. And... Sheev. The Emperor <laughs> kind of started... Took him in and, and raised him as one of his little weird minions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Battle of Jakku happens. Um, Phantom Squadron flies in the Battle of Jakku. Wedge is leading that. Snap Wexley actually He's 12. Yeah, he's, he's like, like 12 years old. He sneaks into the battle. <laughs> um, Inferno Squadron is flying there, too. We have uh, Aiden Versio and... Del Mico. Del Mico. And let's not forget about... Uh, why can't... Sh- Shreve? The huh? Duros. The oh, Duros that, that flies dude. with them. Yeah. Is Lando's it sh- best friend. Yeah, Shriv? Shriv? Sh- something like that. I'm, I'm butchering it because I said Sheev and I know that's Sheev Palpatine and now that's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he flies with them too and he's the greatest secondary character ever created. We also have a really cool story that's lost. It's Lost Stars. It's a really cool book that happens during this time in which one, one person is fighting for the... Uh, Republic and one person's fighting for the Emperor Empire, where they were raised together and were best friends, and that's a really cool story that hap- that concludes at this time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Massamita surrenders after the Battle of Jakku, and the Empire's government yeah. 
are the empire is officially dissolved at that point. Yeah, it says uh, yeah the the uh, the empire relinquishes several worlds to the new republic, including Coruscant, and is given strict borders uh, for its own territories. So according to the Imperial Articles of Surrender, which Masamita signed, uh, the recruitment and mobilization of Imperial Armed Forces is ended, and the Imperial government at large is dissolved. Um, at this point, too, it is five years from the Battle of Scarif. Mm-hmm. So the whole time between Scarif, A New Hope, all the movies, to the Battle of Jakku is only five years. Mm-hmm. Uh... Now, the uh, remnants of the Imperial Navy, which there's not many of them at this point, um, they bounce, and they feel the Emperor's last command to them was to go to the Unknown Regions. Thrawn! And and hang out there and do something. We don't know exactly... He's going to go hang out with Thrawn, and there's Thrawn and Thrawn. We know the results of that is the First Order is created because they go out there and they mill around out there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that we, the major characters that leave are Sloane because uh, she catches up with Rax and their Rax ends up dying because he's trying to get on the ship to leave with them and then she... Along with... Uh, yeah, Wex's... Wex's dad. Yeah. Snap Wexley's dead. Uh, Snap's dad dies along with uh, Rax. Um, so they're gone. Sloan actually gets on the ship and, and, and resumes leadership of the Imperial Navy. Uh, at, uh, Brendel Hux. Brendel Hux. Who was the, he was the head of an Imperial training academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the father of General Hux from The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. What's his Armistead. Armitage. Armitage Hux. Armchair Hux. It's his dad. And he... He brings a, it's them, and there's a bunch of like mind, like brainwashed children mm-hmm. that um, they grab from Jakku too. That become the first batch of first order troopers and stormtroopers under the leader uh, under the you know leadership of Armitage. Like they put Armitage in charge of all these kids, so he's mm-hmm. set to be the leader of all these forces from when he's like 10 years old. And and just to be clear, Armitage is the red-headed dude that's in Force Awakens. Ginger Space Hitler. Ginger's, yeah, Ginger Space Hitler. Um, so he's a boy at this time and is actually groomed to be the, the trainer and, and commander of all the ground troops for the First Order. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have Gideon Hask, who apparently leads with them too, as we find out in Battlefront 2. He was, um, the, he was the third yeah. member of Inferno Squadron that... Uh, did not betray the Empire and stayed with them. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, too, uh, Ben Solo is born. So it's around nine months or so after yes. the Battle of, of <laughs> Roughly. <Endor>. Roughly. <laughs> um, so then so then we kind of go uh, about like 15 or so years. This is 15 or so years after um, the uh, Battle of Yavin. So about ten years after the end of um, the Galactic the, Civil War, the, like the, ten years after the Battle of Jakku. Yes, um, Brendel Hux has been going out and recruiting, you know, people for the First Order, and he actually out in the unknown regions. Yes, and he crashes on a planet called Parnassus, mm-hmm. and it's like a. It used to be like during the Clone War era, I guess. It used to be a big mining planet but some horrible catastrophe happened and um 
like just shut it like everything went back so it's very low technology and there's a bunch it's of like mad max that's yes. what that world re- that's what that world reminds me of is the mm. mad max world yeah and there there a bunch of a bunch of tribes have popped up everywhere and the the tribe he runs into is called the Skyre tribe mm-hmm. and the Skyre tribe uh they're not their leader is i guess it's she's the, the co leader the leader of their warriors yes is Phasma. Um, That's really her name. Her real name is Phasma. And uh, she helps um, Brendel Hux off the planet. And she basically is, you know, she's such a badass and doesn't give two shits about anything that he's like, oh, you're going to be in charge of some people. She completely betrays her people. She, she originally starts out with the guise of that she wants to save them and protect them, but they don't want to go along with her. They don't want to leave the planet. So she betrays them in order to save herself to get off the planet. And she betrays everyone that she's ever cared about. She really, well, she, I, it turns out she doesn't care about anyone other than herself. Mm-hmm. She's very much, she will do anything it takes to survive. And she even gets to the point where um, she once, uh, like years, years or so down the line, she ends up killing Brendel Hux by by poisoning him with some like random creature from her planet. It was a it was that that bug that yes. lives under the sand yes. and then it bites you and then it makes you blow up like swell up like a balloon and pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um and so technically at that point she uh, he was the last person that had ever seen her face. No one mm-hmm. had seen Phasma's face. She always has the helmet on, mm-hmm. except Brendel. And so with him dying, mm-hmm. the last person to, to have ever. seen. And then she wipes all information about her home planet, about her origins, and where she comes from, from the First Order mm-hmm. databases. Um, and then it turns out, once this is uncovered, that she did kill, you know, Brendel. Like, every, oh, like I guess all of the troopers... Like, they look up to Brendel Hux. Like, he was their hero. Like, he was the guy that, you know, restored order and brought everyone together because he was the head of everything, um, uh, you know, training-wise. And once it's uncovered that she killed Brendel, um, they go, a guy named Cardinal, who's also the only other First Order trooper that has a name Mm -hmm. and not a number, goes to Armitage Hux about it. And Armitage goes... I found out that Phasma killed your dad. (laughs) <laughs> and Armitage is like, yeah, so? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so then there's a, there is a fight between Phasma and Cardinal where she takes off her helmet and stabs him in the ribs. times in the chest. <laughs> a lot. So she's basically like, he's dead. And so he saw his face, but little did she know, he actually, with the help of a resistant spy, was able to escape. And we don't, we're waiting for more on that story. Mm-hmm. But, so, there's one person out there in the universe that has actually seen Phasma's face. And it's a former, former First Order trooper. So, back to before, so, uh, is now recruited, and it started into the, oh, yeah. The started into the um, first order. Later on, she actually goes back to Parnassus after she's been promoted and, and is a leader, a trainer of the troops. Um, she goes back to Parnassus, and they find the ship that Brendel crashed in 
is actually the Emperor's personal yacht from Naboo. So it was that shiny silver chrome ship. She actually goes back there and uses its material to create her own armor. She goes to those, uh, uh, how I was talking about the old mining industry that used to be there. That's what she used, like the smelter and stuff that were on the planet. That's what she used to craft craft her armor, basically. So um, her armor is actually made from Emperor Palpatine's personal yacht. Which is pretty pretty damn awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I like to think that it may even be the one that um, Padme escaped uh, in Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan when they escaped and then came back. Oh, yeah. I like to think it might even be that ship. Mm -hmm. Because I think that would be awesome. Because I'm sure Padme would have, I mean, Padme could have went to Palpatine at the time and be like, hey, I need to leave. And he'd be like, well, just take my shuttle. I mean, Or or, or maybe that. it's a, uh, since she was a political thing, maybe it was a government-owned nah, yeah. government-owned thing. So he was a senator. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just like after he left, he was like, oh, I'm taking the Queen's one. I'm going to take that one because mm-hmm. it's cool. Uh. So, yeah, after that, um... Uh, so Phasma's got her armor, everything. At that point, uh, around this time, Rey is born. We have no idea what happens more than Rey, that. Rey, Skywalker, Kenobi, Palpatine, Calrissian? Calrissian. Calrissian. <laughs> yep. You heard it here first. Rey is Versio. a Calrissian. Versio. Um, Hask. Lulo. Dameron. <laughs> Secretly uh, posed sister this whole goddamn time. <laughs> so uh, at this point too, the first order is, is developing, and they need more money. They need more materials to build ships and troops and stuff. They're actually uh, in contact with the Senate at that time. People in the not, Senate, not Palpatine, even though he is the Senate. Yeah. This is not that the <laughs> I Senate. I am the Senate. <laughs> so they actually in the New Republic Senate, they have contacts, and they're actually swaying people to their side and. Getting funding and support mm. from some shady-ass people in the New Republic Senate. Yeah, they're basically like, hey, listen, I know the Empire was really bad. Like, these were some bad dudes. But I mean, you know, if you take away the slavery and the killing and the planet burning, wasn't it nice to have some security? And, like, you knew how things were going to go, and it was very orderly. You remember that? Wasn't that awesome? They hit them with the members. Member. They hit him with their members? No, the members. <laughs> Member. <laughs> Member when Darth Vader was here, it okay. was so cool. Apparently the senators are weak for First Order members. Member bears. So, uh, at this point as well, Luke starts training a new batch of Jedi, and Ben is sent, Ben Solo, is sent to train with Luke to become a new Jedi. Because Leia didn't want... She specifically didn't want what happened to... Um, uh, thanks, R2. Um, <laughs> specifically uh, didn't want what ha- happened to Anakin to happen to Ben. Because yeah. she knew about the pull of the dark side. So she thought the best way to do that was ship him off. <laughs> just go away and stay with Luke. Luke knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we, we go back into the, the, the New Republic. Senate's going strong. Um, it is now moved to the planet that was blown up in Hosnian Prime. Hosnian Prime. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They've now moved to Hosnian Prime, and they're going strong. There's two political groups that start forming. 
There are the populists that believe that the power of the government should stay with the people mm-hmm. um, and have all the independence, all the independent systems be sovereign over their own governments. And then there's the centrists who start to think that we need a strong central government. We need um, all we we need us uh, the the senators to make all the decisions and rule from there instead of the people that are running the planets. Yeah, these were the ones that were being fed the member berries. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's very two diametrically opposed um, views of how the government should be continue to be formed. And they start talking about electing a first senator, uh, a first among equals, mm-hmm. as it were. Not 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 an emperor, still a normal senator, but the one that would be leading and conducting the direction of the yeah. Senate. And most of this is because Mon Mothma had resigned. She yes. was that, like, not, like, she was the chancellor. So it's basically another chancellor, but in a different name. Mm-hmm. Um... At this point, they start having an election for first senator. Uh, Princess Leah decides to run because she doesn't want anybody else to have that much power. <laughs> well, I think it wasn't it more that like she was kind of on the on the edges of just getting ready to to hang it up, and like her her she, people were like she was you. considering it, but then she's like, well, no, if anybody's gonna have this position, it better uh, it best be me because I'm not mm. gonna be the one to abuse it. And she didn't trust anybody else to have it. Well, she did trust some people to have it, but they didn't want the power either. And yeah. they weren't gonna run. No one wanted it. <laughs> no, even she didn't. Even yeah. with that, she was like, it was very reluctant. Mm-hmm. So she's running for uh, the sen- the first senator position, and as she's running for this position, she gets sucked into an adventure, mm-hmm. and she ends up finding out about the first order contacts in and how they're being funded, and that the first order exists, mm-hmm. and that it's out there somewhere. Um, also, as a side effect of this, one of the centrist uh, people uh, just find a. Yeah, she was. She was actually. Um, it was, I guess, a planet that was fell under the rule of Alderaan. They were and they were sworn, like they were like sworn fealty yes, to the house of Alderaan yes, like an like yeah. like Game of Thrones style yeah, stuff. So so she was very very loyal to Leia uh, even though Leia kind of she bugged her a little bit. But uh Leia was going to get this uh this ceremonial title from some uh, I can't remember the name of the planet, but Leia was like I am way too busy. You know what? You you go. You go and you do it. And she said, "Okay." And she went there. And in as a part of her inheritance as that role, because the last person to have it was was Bale Organa, um, he left a, a, a statue there. It's with, a box. It was, it was oh, her, it's a box. It was right. her it's memory a box, box with a data chip in it. Mm-hmm. Basically, him explaining, "Hey, listen, the, this is your mom. This is your dad. Her origin. <laughs> this is what really happened." Um, which she now she already knew at this point because Luke had explained it, and we are, mm-hmm. he already found out. But we still don't know how they found out that Amidala was their mom, though. We know that we found out about the dad, but I don't think they've ever explained how they, other than Organa, Bale telling That's Leia. True. Um. So. The this memory box, if he there's. Uh, when Princess Leia had her name day or had her coronation ceremony to be the the the, the heir to the Alderaan throne, um, that's uh, like a rite of, of passage to mm-hmm. adulthood. As they yeah. they get rid of their memory box and they they had all this stuff. So Bale actually took the memory box and 
um, hit it on this planet, wait for her, and put the data chip in there, along mm-hmm. with everything else that was already in the memory box. Yeah. So this memory box is literally the last piece of Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's the last piece of, of Leia's childhood. The only thing that she ever has, because everything that she owned was on planet. She was on mm-hmm. the Tantivive when... Or she was on the Tantivive when she was captured mm-hmm. and didn't have any, like, personal effects there. Yeah. Uh, so so this lady finds it and uses it against Princess Leia and she, outs her as a Skywalker. She gives it to the guy that's running against her from the centralist from the centrist mm-hmm. party, I guess. Yeah. And he just straight blows it up in the middle of a Senate session out of nowhere mm-hmm. and just blindsides her. And then all of a sudden Princess Leia is now known as the daughter of Darth Vader, and who wants the daughter of Darth Vader running the Senate? Yeah. And it's and the thing is is this this uh, senator I cannot remember his name um, Casterfo, 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 Senator Casterfo. <laughs> um, she he was the one that was helping Leia find out about the First, First Order. Order. They were becoming friends, like they were they were being able to start to work together. And then he just throws this bombshell out, mm-hmm. and there's a conversation after that where he's like. He, she's like, did you know? And she's like, my son doesn't even know. Thank you for that. Yeah. So that is how Ben found out, presumably. Mm-hmm. It's like, only because my it... husband and my brother know. Yeah. That's it. And now everybody knows. Thanks. And he kind of is a little taken aback by that. Like, he's mad that she didn't tell him, but then he's, he's kind of like, oh, sh- I guess I could have done that differently. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so at this point... Uh, Leia's career is a pretty uh, politi- political career is, is done. She, it's over. She resigns from the Senate, and she leaves. And she's like, "Well, this, there's this first order out there, and nobody's taking it seriously." Um, so she leaves and forms the resistance, mm-hmm. and says, "We will be prepared for when the first order comes because I know it's coming, but nobody else mm-hmm. cares to believe it or takes it as a th- serious threat." Yep. And she's the only one that does. So she forms the resistance mm-hmm. to fight the First Order. Yeah, and uh, yeah. after that, uh, Sindian, I believe, Senator Sindian was the one who found the, um, the mm-hmm. box, uh, Leia's memory box, and gave it to it. She uh, reveals plans for centrist senators to formally secede from the New Republic and join the First Order military forces in the Unknown Region. So it's like that's kind of like the nucleus... Because you've had, like, they're basically a paramilitary group that's trying to get funding at this time. But the second senators go there, that legitimizes everything. Mm-hmm. And they have power, and they have money, and they have influence. And this is, like, the real birth of the First Order. So so this, that other political group leaves the Senate, they secede, and they join the First Order officially. Mm-hmm. Right after that. Um, also at this t- time, uh, Ben Solo betrays Luke, becomes Kylo Ren. And destroys the the new Jedi Order that Luke was trying to form, and then Luke goes into exile. Luke leaves to to find the the original Jedi the first temple Jedi and temple, the yeah. the older uh, Jedi teachings, and, and mm-hmm. figure out what where he went wrong. Mm-hmm. And that uh, well, uh, right? I guess that kind of gives us where we're to uh, Force Awakens mm-hmm. era, um, and. Uh, Commander Poe Dameron from the New Republic, um, he defects 
to the resistance and along with the rest of his X-Wing team, they were called Rapier Squadron. And they that is what ends up being Black Squadron that you see in the movie. Um, with the addition of, I think there's only three of them. It was Jess, someone else, and Poe. And then they get um, Snap and Lulo mm-hmm. when, they, when they join the Resistance. So that's kind of your Black Squadron core right there. Um, and then back to the Inferno Squadron. They've been hanging around for a while. Um, Del and Iden have had a child at this point. Um, we don't know anything more than that. We don't know what happened to Iden yet or the child. Um, but Dell is captured by the First Order. Dell is the only one that knew that Luke took that compass from the observatory. Um, so Kylo Ren interrogates him, finds out that Luke had that compass and that uh, Lor Santeca um, has the map and, and Dell knows where Lor Santeca is. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dell ends up uh, unwillingly giving the information to Kylo Ren because Kylo does the, the mind yeah. thing. But and... he, he doesn't tell him that he's on Jakku, though. He tells him he's on a planet called Beora, so there looks like there's another couple steps for Kylo to track Lor Santeca down mm-hmm. where he runs into him in Force Awakens. Uh, because, yeah, like, right after that, or probably during the same time, General Leia Organa has Poe and says, all right, this is your job. Go find him. And Poe has just been scouring the galaxy trying to find him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hask, the third member of Inferno Squadron, is, we find out that he's still alive at that point and has has been with the First Order. So he actually goes up to Dell and, and ends up killing him. Um, and then they talk about starting a, a new thing called Project, Project Resurrection. We don't know anything about that. That will come out in the uh, expansion in Battlefront Battle 2. Battle for Battlefront 2. Um, the the single-player campaign expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we at that point, Kylo leaves to is on the trail for Lor Santeca, and then we know that Poe well, Dameron is also mm. on the trail for Lor Santeca. And that leads us right into, into Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Um, and so after Force Awakens, uh, Phasma... So she was the one who shut down the shield. She was forced by... Because um, she does whatever it takes to survive. Yes. Everybody else be damned. <laughs> she shuts down the shield, and then she goes and looks and finds that there's one person that knew that she shut down the shield. Uh, it's First Order Lieutenant Sol Rivas. So she follows him. After she escapes from the tra- trash compactor. Trash compactor with an, uh, a pilot. A, uh, ex, uh, a TIE fighter pilot. So they, they track uh, they track Sol Rivas down to this planet where he crashes and is... Um, not crashes, I think he runs out of fuel. And he uh, ends up being taken by these, like... There's, like, two, I guess, factions of people that live on this planet. There's, like, these giant water monster people. And then there's, like, these, like, scavenger people that live on the land. So... The water people have taken uh, Lieutenant Rivas, and so Phasma and the pilot go to go, go to finish the job to tie up all the loose ends to kill him. Uh, so they kind of rally. Phasma rallies all these people, like, "Yeah, we're gonna go beat these monster people. We're gonna we can do it, and we're gonna get you there." And they get all pumped up, and they go. And Phasma tells the pilot, "You know, wait out here." 
and Phasma goes in there, and he and Reva's like, listen, no one needs to know. No one, just get me out of here. And she just kills him. She kills him. The pilot did not listen to Phasma, so she overheard what Phasma was doing. And she says, hey, Phasma, these people outside are getting slaughtered. And Phasma goes, yeah, I know. There was no way that they were going to beat these people. I just needed a distraction to get in here and kill this guy. Let's go. <laughs> so they go, and just as they're about to get in, uh, she goes, pilot, you know what has to happen. I told you to wait outside. So well, what do you mean? I, I waited outside, and she kills the pilot after after she makes the pirate pilot repair the the hyperdrive on the Tie Fighter. Because, then she kills him. Because you gotta remember, Phasma's from a, techno a technologically yeah. inept world. She has no idea how to do that kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> so then she kills her and takes off and goes, "Yeah, Lieutenant Rivas killed my pilot." So. No, and I he just, was the one that lowered the shield. Yeah. I had to go execute him. Yep, I had to execute him. And, yeah, because Phasma, Jesus. <laughs> Phasma does what Phasma wants. Um, and then we end with... Uh, yeah, so, we uh, during Force Awakens, uh, Hosnian Prime is destroyed. The New Republic Senate's destroyed. Presumably, that throws the New Republic into chaos, if not mm -hmm. almost disbands it, because they're pretty fledgling still. They, yeah. don't, they don't have a lot of... Of power and, and yeah. organization, yet yeah, they're still working on it. And now the um, First Order knows where their base is because Starkiller Base was about to blow it up, so they got to get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, the the First Order comes out in full force to uh, go to war with the New Republic and the Resistance. The rest of what's left of the New Republic and what's left of the Resistance, mm. and that's where we will be in the beginning. And then Ray goes to Luke. With the lightsaber, mm -hmm. and we see that end thing with the pile of pork bones behind him, mm -hmm. presumably, because that's what he eats. Pork bones and barbecue sauce. Yes. Because that's the best way to eat a pork. Mm -hmm. They taste like chicken. And that's where we will be at the beginning of The Last Jedi. Which, you guys, listen to this first, then go see the movie. Yeah. You are completely caught <laughs> up. You know what's happening. And then let us know that we did such a good job filling you in with all these books that we listen to and read and or comics because we kind of jumped around a lot even though we were following hey. a list hey ha huh, i made a list it wasn't me i had no <laughs> list I, actually that's a lie i found a list and then ryan made a separate list so we double listed this double listed, <laughs> double -listed. <laughs> uh, i don't think we should call this the star wars special double listed or should we call it the star wars special double listed uh, luke and ryan double listed <laughs> uh Guys, thanks for listening. We will be back with a regular episode next week. And I hope you guys, because you guys like when Ryan explains a thing. So this was Luke and Ryan explain a thing. So I hope I did not lessen the explain a thing. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's Nick who's the only one that likes when Ryan explains a thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook and uh, at the Nerd Dome Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. At the Nerd Dome, uh, send us any comments, awesome Star Wars memes, whatever you want. We'll look at them. It'll be fun. Ryan? Don't forget to use the Force. You may now exit the temple. <laughs>